It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk program. Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach and Razorback Billy Lavender hanging out with you today. We appreciate you uh, taking part of your uh, very valuable 24 hours and spending hopefully one of them with us. There you go. Or you can do two. You can go to the Rewind tomorrow morning. We could have two of your 24. That'd be all right. Yeah. Got no complaints there. Yeah, I apologize. Or or they could always go back and just rewatch us. They could do that too. I mean, you could... You do three, three of your 24. Yeah, I apologize for the <laughs> podcast folks and the um, the folks who listen to the Rewind this morning. I don't know if, if Paul fixed it. I forgot to record the show yesterday, the first segment. It was ice and... No, 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 no. no. I, was, I was flitting back and forth between co-hosts. It was supposed to be. Uh, it was supposed to be Kevin. He had a meeting. Then it was going to be Tyler. He had a dead battery. Okay. And by yeah. the time I, uh, but you I, got, I, uh, you talked to, uh, what's his name on the phone? Didn't you? No. No. He he was going to come. Ty in. Taylor was yeah. in here. Okay. Yeah. I had to turn it off before we, he we, got it. We got all a tie. Okay. But I just didn't have the first uh, the first segment, which was really okay. It was just kind of a ramble about the weather and, and the Cowboys mm-hmm. a little bit. Yes, we you didn't need maybe. But the, the second segment was on there, and it was an all out Cowboy rant. Yeah, I know. I've heard. <laughs> and it and it was what all you, true. I was no, going to say, was I mean? Was, no, I wasn't no, mean. Not I'm, at I'm, all. I'm I'm being no, as honest as no, I can be, and no. not being like a gloating Packer fan. Like, oh, That's you guys right. suck. No, none of that was that. No, it, it was, was all a matter of. Listen, I th- I think you know how cowboy fans are. They, no, I, the, I don't. <laughs> they can they can take anything you say it to anybody who's not a cowboy fan who will say something realistic. This is a lot of fan bases, but but most importantly the Cowboys. So they can take anything said between by a non cowboy fan and if it doesn't have if it's not extremely positive, then they just spin it all out of but I think there's a bunch of those fans who are becoming realistic after this first game. After after this loss. Yeah. Yes. I think I think I'm one of. I mean, I I'm pretty realistic about them or whatever. Now I always think, you know, and I thought this year. I mean, we got a chance. I mean, we've got sure. we got some pieces sure. and in uh, this you nine pro nine you know, all pros. But I but I didn't tell anybody we're going to win at all. I didn't, you know. Yeah. I mean, I I was telling you, hey, it's freaking football, and you know. But I'll tell you what, uh, one of my buddies, who's or I say buddies, an acquaintance that I know that's been playing in the NFL. So somebody you owe money to. No, no, no. Right. No. He he told me about uh 6 weeks ago. All right. I said uh I said, "Man, I said y'all don't beat my Cowboys." And he said he said, "Well, he said, you know, this is it." He said, "But listen, don't get on those Cowboys. You know what's going to happen in the first round of the playoff whatever." What? And I was like, and I said, I said, "No." And he said, "Yes." And this is no lie, and I saw him yesterday. God is your witness. God is my witness. All right. He said about six different things, uh, and all of them happened in that game. You're talking about me. DBs, talking about uh, game play. I mean, it literally defense that I thought was. I mean, he talked, and then he he mentioned the choke word, and he said it all. I mean. Everything that he said, and I saw him yesterday, and he came in and looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, you were exactly right. Mm. Which is Tough. disheartening. Disheartening. If, if, if somebody in the league knows six weeks before we get here, this is exactly what's going to happen. This is, you know, leopards don't change your spots. Right. It's not an LA thing. Leopards don't change your spots. They are who they are. They are who they are. They're a good football team with a lot of talented individual players who collectively have a sphincter tightening when it gets to games where the expectations are all of a sudden higher than beating up on the the you know giants in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be loose in those games. You know you're more talented than the guys on the other side. It's a game that really doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. And the other guys 
on the other side of the line know you're better too. Right. And and right. The, the amount they That's may right. be rivals, but they know you're mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a little resistance, but as soon as it goes bad, they're not going to last. I mean, the Cowboys did other than at the end of the end of the year, Detroit, they didn't beat a good team. Right? No. Uh, uh, they beat Philadelphia, but if we look at it today, we're going yeah, with Philadelphia. There you go. Philadelphia in the first half of the year was not Philadelphia right. in the last seven right. weeks of the year. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. they they didn't really. Mm-mm. And you know, he, what do you, if you're if? <laughs> I mean, it's a frustrating thing because yeah. I mean, it feels like a, it's a rhetorical question mm-hmm. over and over mm-hmm. again. You can't win the Super Bowl if you don't get to the playoffs, right? Right. True. True. I mean, for for one guy that's a friend of mine, nobody's did, ever won the Super Bowl that, that didn't get in, mm-hmm. and, and and so you have a chance every time you are, you're getting in the mm-hmm. tournament. You mm-hmm. have a chance. Mm-hmm. But if you're built to win in the regular season and you hope this is a year we get lucky and get through, is that your peak? That's what I said yesterday. Is this just as high as they get? Or do you say, I don't care about the regular season anymore. I I, I got to – there's seven teams get in now. Yeah. But you Packers know what? Packers were nine and eight. I can get nine wins I'm in. But at times during the season, it – Earlier in the year, it looked like you were going to have to win out to get in the playoffs. But see, I thought you had to win out to win the division. Yeah. Not to get in the playoffs. Yeah. The rest of the league yeah. and the rest of the NFC just doesn't look but that But you don't good. ever know when you get to the last three games if you're – I mean, Oh, I get it. Uh, I get but, it. But, what but you, you can't win it if you aren't in it. But what you said yesterday is, uh, you know, I, I knew that how long it had been and how many years, even though you don't think about that. You don't that. want to think about yeah. it. Yeah, but, but when you started talking about the only teams to have not made a championship game in the last in, in the decade. Since, since 2000, yeah. since the year 2000. I mean, you start talking about NFC three, is, maybe two. NFC is Detroit. If, if, if Detroit wins the next game, they're you're down in. to two. Just Cowboys Washington and Washington. Washington and Dallas. And in the AFC, three teams. Cleveland, Miami, Houston, who could end who that could as end well. That. That's right. I don't think they will. No. I think Detroit will. I think Detroit's going to leave yeah. us with two NFC yeah. teams since 2000 who haven't seen an NFC championship game. Washington Man, and Dallas. To have, to, to have had it set up, here's what's going to happen is, is – the Niners are going to lose this week, oh, no. and, and well, it's it's going to. I wish it's going to have been the Cowboys would have had oh. the easiest route to the. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, they would have gotten. They would have gotten. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, Detroit. Detroit. They would have gotten Detroit mm-hmm. in Dallas. Oh, they would have gotten them second round. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Tampa would have gone to San Francisco. Yeah, I don't know that I want. I don't know that I want to be playing Tampa right now. I'm, but not, they, I'm not scared yeah, of Tampa. Yeah, I'm not scared of Tampa. Yeah, I think Detroit and and San Francisco are at the what's left mm-hmm. are the best two teams left I in agree. the in the conference. I and and I think they're, I think San Francisco is markedly better than Detroit. I think Detroit is marginally better than Tampa and Green Bay. Now I I know we've got someone coming in at five thirty. Right, we do Matt Fry. So so. Let's not let it get out. I'm welcome to talk about the Razorbacks again this week. Oh, I know. Okay. Just barely. Well. Barely. We take barely. Do you take barely? If you win by barely every game, you're undefeated. I tell you what. I ru- All right. All right. No, <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. Hey, here we go. Since we're doing this, okay. we'll, 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 we'll divert for a minute okay. and talk Razorbacks for the rest of the segment. Okay. So I do the sports break every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Everything's done last night, and I'm looking. I'm waiting on the Razorbacks. Uh-huh. Oh, so God. I'm like, all right. He kept waiting and waiting. So I, I actually logged on and started my sports break writing, and it was 70-60 Arkansas, four and a half minutes to play. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it except for the score. Mm-hmm. Arkansas wins their first conference game of the season. Oh, no wonder. Jinxed Beat them. the Aggies and left the score blank. Mm-hmm. I'll fill it in when they're mm-hmm. done. Wrote everything else I yeah. needed to write. Yeah. I'm watching it on GameCast on ESPN. Mm. And as I finish writing everything else, I click back on it. And now it's like 72-71 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. 
So, so I rewrote it. Oh. As, seven seconds left? Is that as, when as, A&M as was up? Malik Taylor hit the three-pointer. Three. I'm rewriting it going, Malik Taylor had 41 for the Aggies, who oh, rallied yeah. from a 10-point deficit with four and a half minutes to play, and the Razorbacks are still winless in SEC play. And I finished that, and I left the other story there, which had the stuff about Tremont Marks. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Marks hits Mm -hmm. the winner. Mm -hmm. So now i got to go delete, delete, and now I'm like, Tremont Marks led the Razorbacks to their first conference. I had to write that story three times in the course of about ten minutes. I went over to my sister and brother-in-law's house after I worked out at about 6.30, and so TCU was on. So my niece goes to TCU. They're big TCU fans, and so we watched that game. Well, it goes down to the wire and goes to overtime at Cincinnati. Or yeah, at Cincinnati yeah. goes to overtime and they lose at the end or whatever. So then get to the Arkansas game and it does all that. Now, man, I'll tell you, and I think a And M didn't have one of their guys playing. Okay, uh, and I read something where they may have shown up five hours late because of weather. travel and weather yeah. and everything. Uh, but I'm gonna. T- they didn't score a point. Until no. maybe the five minute mark, they and they scored one. Killed and in the first Arkansas half. was killing them. But I'll tell you this: I'm not that guy that says games are rigged or any of that. I'm, I've never, and I know we've talked about this or whatever. But I saw a free throw air ball by them, and I saw four from the field. This is in the air first balls. half air balls. Yeah, you see that every now and then from a, but but you. I'm telling you, I saw five total shots in the first half airballed, and and we were blowing them out. I mean, right. we were up twenty. Right. Uh, but the the guy you're talking about, Wade Taylor, the fourth. Yeah. Uh, so he played for Lancaster. Right. Lancaster was number one in the state. Yes, he were. was. He was the MVP for them or whatever. And I just remember Texas High played them like first round of the playoffs, and. Uh, and and I joked about it. Trey, my son, was with Ben the Priest at uh, at the game last night at Bud Walton, and uh, and that guy scored like thirty two against Texas High. And Ben always kind of jokes that he shut him down. Yeah, he yeah, only, he did. He only yeah. scored thirty two. Yeah, uh, and so we always joke about that when we see that. You know, he's preseason uh, player of the year in the SEC right. or whatever. But that cat can flat out go and he scored 41 41 uh and uh and hit what looked like the game winner oh until every Mark shot comes he back hit and, was crazy yeah. and, th- and that one was a and yeah. that was with seven seconds left but why they would let a left-handed uh mark that that's whatever drive the length of the court get to his left side and get a you know i mean i know they didn't want to foul him because he'd right. been hitting every free throw or whatever but uh but A and M didn't lead in that game until second seven seconds left in the game. Right. Uh, so anyway, is that a you, season saver for Arkansas? Can you, well, you fall to zero and four. You know, the uh, SEC Network uh, interviewed Muss, the uh, announcers, right after the game over at the scorers' table, and it was about a five minute interview, and they were like, "Man, this was kind of a ugly win, you know, so and so, so and so." And he said, "Ugly for you." He said, it's pretty for us. Every win is pretty for us in the SEC. It's tough. We've had a tough front-end loaded schedule, this, 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 and this. Yep. He said, "He said two years ago when we went to the, uh, to the Elite Eight, we lost our first three in conference right. or whatever. It's the way they lost, you know, I mean, 64 points yeah, in the first three games. They were getting, getting killed. killed. Yeah. And didn't look like there was – but it's Mus's team start gelling. They start. He starts to get a rotation. We were so deep. It looked like at the first of the year yeah. that. Uh, so I don't know. I think we'll be okay. We're not as good as we have been. No. We but uh, some guys stepped up last night. It's just we've got guys that like. I mean, one of our leading scorers battle. Didn't even play last night, right. and it's a coach's decision. Yeah. It's not. It wasn't a punishment. It's just because he's played so bad in the game before. We're just trying to, but uh, but um, I can't think of the uh, guy uh, L Ellis from uh, that was transferred from Louisville. He hadn't been playing well. He got must said he he's had uh, minutes that were inconsistent or whatever, and said last night. Uh, he played a bunch of minutes, played a bunch of good minutes. So we're okay, Chuck. We're okay. <laughs> One in a row, baby. One in a row. <laughs> if you're not exhausted by that, Whew. come back because 
Billy's got more energy. I got more. Matt Fry's coming up about 15 minutes uh, from now. We'll visit with him about a uh, pretty busy weekend. By the way, tomorrow on the show, Michael Walker is going to join us on the phone. So uh, we'll uh, we'll get a little bit of time with him tomorrow as well. Take a break. We're coming back. It's about 15 minutes after the hour. Leaving the yard here on the fan 1079 and ESPN 1059. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive. Like Marta. And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex. Hey, Alex. How did the interview go? I did it! I got the job! I can't believe it! I knew it. Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom! I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project. That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him uh, Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. The craziest thing was believing that your dad knew everything. So as a dad, you felt like you had to know everything. You had to get everything right. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then, you know, it kind of starts to work itself out. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Right now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. This is Leaving the Yard, Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zach. Chuck Zach. Presented by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing on 1079 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. We have said for 20-plus uh, years, all plans are soft. We'll continue with that theme today, Matt Fry. We, we've got clocks for a reason. I, I, I think they're just suggestions, to be honest with you. I think time is just a construct that and, we've created. I think they're just suggestions. And most people aren't 15 minutes early. No, they're 15 no. minutes late, or they or don't, they show, don't up show up at all. Or they yeah. just keep interviewing defensive coordinators and don't even take a phone call. That's that's <laughs> just Ty didn't Taylor. want to talk to you, right? Yeah, that's that's our, my Ty Taylor love. Matt Fry from Pleasant Grove in here this afternoon. As always, our pleasure to have you in. You brighten Absolutely. up our world. Mm-hmm. You uh, you get me off the camera, which people are happy for on Facebook. So <laughs> there's that. You don't have to train him on how to talk on the mic or anything. Yeah, yes. I don't have to tell him get close to the yeah, mic. Yeah, all and that. The trade off on the visual is is not <laughs> no, no. not very good. No, though. No. Now, see, I'm, I'm making sure the back of my head, <laughs> which will blind make... folks, well, is out of the out yeah. of the out of the shot. A drone shot or better. something. In yeah, here. <laughs> you are in here because uh, it's a pretty big uh, Saturday yep. coming up. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm the vice chair of the Salvation Army Advisory Board, one of the 
other things that I do. Did you get elected to that position? Or uh, was uh, that I've, one I've of just kind of been on the board. back and you were Yeah, stuck. right. No, it was there. <laughs> uh, I, I've been on the board since uh, 2013. Okay. And so uh, I'm vice chair now, and I told them, let me get through building projects, and then no we'll, we'll take over from there. But uh, Boys and Girls Club also run. excuse me, Salvation Army in Texarkana also runs the Boys and Girls Club. We have it right downtown here. And just looking at ways of how do we get people involved in the Boys and Girls Club, how do we raise money for the Boys and Girls Club, and approached the Waka family, uh, folks out there at Pleasant Grove, and uh, started with Michael Waka and then kind of went from there, and we're going to host a sports camp this Saturday. All right. It'll be at Pleasant Grove, and it's by the Walkas, and so Michael uh, is going to be there for uh, baseball, Lucas Waka, right. of course mm-hmm. went and played football, mm-hmm. and then Brett Waka is going to be there uh, for basketball, but uh, the camp is called Waka Family and Friends because we've got tons of other folks. Texarkana has a mm-hmm. lot of talent, and a lot of those folks oh, are yeah. out on Saturday. Well, you said you started with the boss. You didn't start with Karen. I mean, that's actually the boss. You did not start with the boss, and so uh, I, I think that, that I'm a l- you're a little remiss for that. And well, t- she she's been in, in every meeting and. <laughs> And after the first one, she was like, hey, we'll handle this part if right. y'all can do this part. Right. But, and she, I, but she's great. Yeah. I played with Tom. Tom was a, a MVP basketball yep. player, yeah. uh, church league basketball back in the day. Was I, he? Yeah. I, right. I just ch- toss it to him. And, and I will say they have both uh, been very involved with this from the very beginning. I was actually family. talking to her today um, and, uh, and Lucas as well, just trying to help you know, get everything coordinated. Uh, but, yes, no, you're exactly right. They've, right. they've been involved from there. And it's really – uh, turned into a great thing. We've got a lot of sponsors from around the area. A lot of businesses have become involved in it. They want to help be a part. James Bramlett over at oh. Farmers Bank and Trust mm-hmm. has been huge. He's been part of our committee sure. uh, to help steer this thing uh, as we got going. Uh, David Alexander from Alexander's mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. when we come out on Friday, the, the cool thing is these guys are young enough that they still have friends that are young enough to come help you do oh, things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, baseball side, Michael Walker. Obviously, we'll be there working with the kids, doing that kind of stuff. Will Middlebrooks is coming in. Uh, of course, they played against each other in the World Series mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. John Phillips graduated from yep. Pleasant Grove. He's a coach down at Bozier Parish Community mm-hmm. College. Uh, Shane Halter, mm-hmm. Zach Fowler, Riley Fincher, Logan Puckett. You got all the um, big names. Yeah, and then yeah. and a bunch of the kids, the guys from out at A&M Texarkana are going to help, and then nice. also high school students cool. from all four schools. So cool. wow. this is being hosted at Pleasant Grove. It's not okay. a Pleasant Grove event, and okay. that's something we want to make sure. It's Boys and Girls Club. It's Salvation Army. And and that's who all of it goes to. Love Football. the boys and girls. Club. Oh, it's, I it's grew huge up in that. And, yeah, and man, it it really fills in a, a gap for a lot of people who just need something for their kids to do. You want them to be safe. You want them to have activities, and and it's just a high quality program. And and they run it right down here downtown. And and again, it's associated with the Salvation Army. And so everything from the you know the morality side and, and the Christian side is there too. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's that's huge for me. And I just think it's. It's it's really good and and so again you're trying to say how do we get people excited about the boys club boys and girls club know about it Michael and Lucas talked yeah. about being in the sports leagues and growing up and sure. coming through that mm-hmm. and so it's just uh, big for them football we've got uh, Trey Carson who's going to be uh, helping out getting involved with that Lucas, um, Lucas Walker is kind yeah. of the main one there he's leading all that Kobe Hamilton yeah which, uh, ha- has yeah. to be your favorite guy he graduated yeah. from Texas High and Arkansas. University of Arkansas yes sir. And yes, uh, so Kobe Hamilton is going to be helping us out with that. And then Mike Cherry okay. uh, is right. going to be showing kids, throwing the football and that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, Nick Reed will be helping out with that. And then, of course, again, lots of the players Man, uh, what's, and everybody what's around What's cool there. about all of those people, and I, I know some of them real personal, and I know some of them from a distance, all of those people are really, really, really good with kids. Yeah. Everyone that you mentioned. And it's so it, it what, a, what a cool event uh, to have, to have those – those people with you yeah and that's and that's what i think that's what's cool about it because they can call and say hey i'm gonna put this on i want you to come out and help sure. me out and, and michael even told us this year we just wanted to have this we wanted to get it started and kind of get it going next year we expect it to grow even right. larger and he said man i go help guys out with this all the right. time i'm gonna tell them hey mm-hmm. you come help me out and mm-hmm. i think it's just gonna get even mm-hmm. bigger from See, that. rose warfield for the longest mm-hmm. time and i don't know if rose is still doing faith hope and love she had been for as long as I know, mm-hmm. and she may still be doing it, mm-hmm. um, and and Byron Washington with his camp during the summer that he comes in, those guys have been doing this for twenty plus years. Yep. The problem had become 
you're having a difficult time getting the younger guys to start to take the mantle and do it Absolutely. for the older guys. Yep. I mean, we still see Byron coming out, and 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 we're getting old guys from it. Philip Epps is coming from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Those guys are still showing up. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the young guys haven't really done what you're looking at doing, which is now getting in here, getting kids who know these guys, yeah. not guys who were back in the day and played in the 80s, but guys right. who have played in this century mm-hmm. that kids can recognize and go, hey, I want to be, I want to go to that. Yeah, and, and that's and, the exciting and, and part. I, I, I wish Rose would have had the same ability to get the younger guys to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. The old guys have just been saints doing mm-hmm. it the whole time. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just haven't had young guys really following behind. But if you can start this and you can get young players to show up and follow this lead – that's a home run. And really, you do have now sort of a concentration of these guys who are back in Texarkana mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Byron Williams playing. was over in Dallas, yeah. and that, and those guys, once they played somewhere, they sort of stayed wherever sure. that was. Now you got these guys coming back, and I think that's that's something that helps well. And, and again, having the Walker family here and their parents right. and, and all of that. Um, and then uh, A&M Texarkana has come along with us, and they're going to give out – uh, five $2,000 scholarships wow. to kids who help out with this and help out down at the Boys and Girls Club. That's nice. cool. So volunteerism is always yeah. something huge. And uh, we were looking at a way to maybe establish a scholarship fund and all that. And, and they came on and said, hey, we're, we're going to commit this to, you know, kids who actually help out with this event and so that that's really neat we short-circuited the basketball oh yeah basketball Brett, Brett Walker's helping Brett with that Walker's part is going to be running it and I'm she probably running, running that, it yeah. that's absolutely uh Jason Boston is going to be helping oh, out with that. Boy, now we got trouble. <laughs> See, it was a great God, I know yeah, I, I should have put why. that at the end <laughs> and then the disclaimer oh, fell man. apart no uh and I mean man just does buckets with Boston yeah, and all that he's and yeah. just amazing. really knows he's an amazing teacher fantastic guy Carly Barrett she's a point guard at a and Texas yep. kind of going to be out there helping us out. Uh, Chanel Hayes, she's at Stephen F. Austin, uh, and uh, was first team all Southland Conference, and so they're going to be okay. uh, there with those kids. And so, uh, all right, so I'm gonna, I got questions. Yep, yes, sir. So, so my kid wants to be involved and wants to be doing the baseball. Yep. Where is my kid going? What time I have to have him there? How do I get my kid involved in this? So 10 o'clock okay. this Saturday at right. the uh, indoor facility at Pleasant Grove High School. Okay. McKnight uh, on McKnight. Yeah, right there on McKnight Road. Go around to the right to the side back, of the campus. Right. Coming back there. Uh, show up at 10 o'clock. Uh, it's 30 bucks, but but we will say that it's $30 as a donation to the Boys and Girls Club to come. Bring your kids, right? Okay, yeah. don't, don't don't do that. We've got uh, shirts for the first five hundred kids that show up. All right, uh, that we're going to have there. We'll actually have Michael Walker's signature on it. Of course, oh. I'm sure those other guys will be more than happy to oh, yeah. sign it for you too, as well, which okay. will be pretty neat. So they can show up then. If you get on the Facebook page of either the Salvation Army of Texarkana or okay. the Boys and Girls Club of Texarkana, uh, there'll be a, a QR code and a link where you can pre-register. All right, and so when you come in, we'll have a line. Those kids that are pre-registered will come in. They'll be able to get straight in. If not, we'll get you registered right there on site. You don't have to pre-register. All right, so everybody's going to the Helps indoor. Yep, everybody's going to the indoor. Baseball and football in the indoor? Yeah, it's going to be 32 degrees for a high okay. on <laughs> Saturday, so okay. both of so those will be warmer. inside. So it's going to be warmer. And then uh, basketball will in be the in the gym. basketball gym. But, gotcha. yeah, they've, uh, they're have they coming up on Friday, and, and Coach Gibson you know, has been working with them as far right. as how to divide the room up. Sure. And um, so, yeah, it'll be indoors. Again, as this continues to grow, one of the things we talked about next year, facilities will be completely different around there, and so we'll have a lot more space to do this and maybe even some timing. Um, this is kind of the one weekend we were able to work this in with Michael this year, but right. I think going forward we'll have a little bit more time and to for that together. money, each kid gets to do two camps. They'll do two camps. They get to choose uh, two of the camps that they want to go to, and so okay. there's a schedule that runs for both of those that includes your shirt. It includes a lunch. All right. Um, we've got uh, Chicken Express that is yeah. donating. Uh, we're going to be serving out of the uh, canteen that's there, and, and yeah, I mean, Chicken Express, one of those folks you call yeah, them up yeah, and they, say, they're, they're we're loving on kids, mm-hmm, and they're yep. like, I'm there, mm-hmm, let's yep. go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's really And it's huge. good chicken. Yeah, it's good chicken, <laughs> and they do, and actually um, – Eric Aiken with Fields of Faith kind of helped us cool. get that inroads there sure. with them and, and help that out. And so, um, anyway, it's just it's it's really exciting and it's good to see. And then for adults, if adults want to show up uh, at the end of this, this is at twelve fifteen. All right. Um, same thing. We're going to have a baseball style lunch, so we'll have uh, you know baseball food, hot dogs, and that oh, kind of stuff. Okay. Um, it's also thirty dollars to get in, mm-hmm. but then we're going to have a live auction and also a silent auction. But the live auction. 
Uh, it's going to include a game-worn jersey signed by Michael Walker. It's also going to include a package for four tickets to any Royals game you want to go to, Dang. along with batting practice passes. Uh-uh. For, for, wait, 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 for, for any what? <laughs> any Royals. Any Kansas City, City Royals Kansas game. City Royals game, and it includes four on-field batting practice passes. And Dang. So show up and what? bid on that on Saturday. That's going to be huge. And then there'll be a silent auction uh, for training passes to Walker Resolution, private yeah. golf lessons with Sam Walker. Yeah. Um, workout attire, autographed baseballs and footballs from sure. a lot of those guys that sure. are going to be there. Um, and then also some uh, Michael Walker game-worn spikes. But, God. yeah, show up to that and and bid some money because yeah. you got a chance for a really cool experience. That's Man. at 12-15. Now, if you want to show up and run some drills, we may have a Mm-mm. you know an older <laughs> section. <laughs> no. But then we'll no. have LifeNet on hand. I'll but show up and pay show the Show up night. at 12-15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. 30 bucks you don't have to I, run. You had me at hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, and there, that, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be really, really neat. All right, I got music. You going to stick around for a little bit? Yeah, sure, let's do it. I mean, what the heck? Yeah, hey. We, we can talk about what's do? going on over at PG as well, right? Yes, sir, yeah, absolutely. Updates on facilities. I know a little Ooh. bit about that. Love that kind of talk. You're in the building. Why not? Cool. That's Matt Fry. Billy Lavender still hanging out. I'm Chuck Zach. You're watching uh, and listening, leaving the yard. Here on the fan 107.9 and on ESPN 105.9. Reminder, tomorrow on the program, Dwight McCown's going to be in here and on the phone with us tomorrow. The guy you've been talking about, Michael Walker, 530, he'll be on with us as well. Quick break. We're coming right back here on the fan. Here's your game guy from 107.9 The Fan. It's divisional weekend in the NFL, and we've got all the games on 107.9 The Fan, starting Saturday at 3 as the Houston Texans visit the Baltimore Ravens, followed by Green Bay at San Francisco. On Sunday, the live coverage begins at 2.30 with Tampa Bay at Detroit, followed by Kansas City at Buffalo. The NFL plays here. 107.9 The Fan. I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to willyouseeone.org to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. Hi, I'm Morgan Fairchild, and I am a lifetime lover of animals. I've rescued every pet I've ever had, so I know firsthand that when you adopt a shelter pet and make them a member of your family, it not only enriches you and your family's lives, but that of your pet's life as well. The champions at American Humane have been helping animals for more than 140 years. Whether certifying the humane treatment of farm animals, rescuing animals caught in disasters, ensuring the safety of animal stars on screen, or protecting our planet's endangered species, they go above and beyond to further their mission and make the world a kinder place for animals. Please consider adopting a shelter pet and supporting American Humane. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Now, now, here's the four states weather forecast from 107.9 The Fan. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 29. Sunny tomorrow, high of 45. And then by tomorrow night, partly cloudy once again, low of 33.
Listen anytime on your computer or smart device through our website or with the Texarkana Media Center app from the Google Play or App Store. Leading the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9 is presented by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Welcome back. we got about 25 minutes till top of the hour leaving the yard. Chuck Zack, Razorback, Billy Lavender, Matt Fry. It's a party up in here today as we've been talking about uh, what's really going to be a party Saturday. Uh, again, want to remind folks you're heading over to uh, Pleasant Grove's Athletic Complex. Uh, the indoor facility in particular is where you're going to be going in to register Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, uh, yes, is, sir. Uh, registration, 30 bucks to get in. It's not a hard, fast number. If you can't afford it, don't feel like, oh, I can't bring my kid. Bring your kid. Yep. This is for the Boys and Girls Club. We're trying to uh, raise some funds to help the Boys and Girls Club have a little bit more opportunity to offer a little bit more to kids throughout the course right. of the year, not just this one thing. And we didn't really touch on that. I mean, Billy talked about having some experience in Boys and Girls Club back in the day. Um, I didn't grow up here, so so I, I can't really speak on it. But uh, having been here for yep. the last 40 years, basically, 35 years, uh, there's no question the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. – Back in the day, I think everybody knew about it. And right. I think we've gone mm-hmm. through a window where it's kind of slipped away from people understanding or knowing that it still operates and still works. My kids played basketball at the Boys and Girls Clubs mm-hmm. when they were growing up. It, well, and actually, it, it was not here for a while. Right. Uh, Salvation Army started it back up just right. a few years ago and brought it under that umbrella. And so in that time, back in the day, Boys and Girls Club ran all of your sports leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, now... That's done through the schools. Right. You got LEYA, PGYA, mm-hmm. t- you know, Texas, mm-hmm. Texas has theirs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that kind of went away from that. And so we start looking at it as a Salvation Army. What do we provide for kids? And it's more after school. It's tutoring. It's it's things on the weekend. It's a summer program. Right. It's, it's places for food. But they, we take those kids to camp every year. Um, and, and we've got, you know, 50, 60 kids that are down there every day. Yep. Uh, that have somewhere to go. With the Salvation Army, it really helps us in that mission because we have families that they just need a little bit of a boost, a little bit of help. Maybe they've come out of our family shelter and, we, and they've got a job and now they're going somewhere. Well, what are they going to do with their kids every day? Well, yeah. now we have an answer to that. And so um, the money from this, most of this is actually going to help fund uh, scholarships for kids to be able to come to the Boys and Girls Club and help us um, keep that functioning. It takes about 30 bucks a kid to run that every month, which I would challenge anybody to try to do that now, is the facility, anywhere else. Is it still uh, – trying to think of where – It's right on 4th Street. It's okay. right next next to the Center of Hope. So there's a uh, Salvation Army Church. Mm-hmm. And then right next to that in okay. the uh, Family Life okay. Center, that's where they meet every day. And, man, they've got it, uh, you know, great for the kids. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's fully accredited and all that. And mm-hmm. when we get transportation to get kids down there. And so, yeah, it's just a – it's a great resource for parents and um, – it's just a fun place for kids mm-hmm. to go. We've got mm-hmm. a ton of kids down there. I'm going to throw this out as well because you made mention of the scholarship that A&M Texarkana is going to offer for high school students around here who yep. are part of the volunteerism. Yes. Uh, you, know, you, Billy's not in education to the right. same level, obviously, that, that you and I have been for all of our adult lives. Colleges look for transcripts that show you stand out. Absolutely. And, and if it's not only for you – that you're doing something mm-hmm. for your community. Yep. That's like the golden neon sign on your transcript that colleges are looking for. If you're out there listening to us and you're like, you know what, I got a kid who wants to get to a competitive college in the next couple of years. Yep. I don't know what to do. They don't they're not the high school quarterback. They're not in mm-hmm. band. They can't carry a tune. They don't Tell you what, you get them into a volunteer program like that, yes. and your transcript screams service, and schools love that. And we're Absolutely. not trying to gin the system here, it's but I'm telling you, <laughs> if you want to have something that helps your your kid yep. get a, a foot up to try to get into the college that you're looking for, talk them into, tell you what, let's, let's take a look at you volunteering down there for a year. 
You may love it. You may want to continue doing it over and over again. Yep. But it's something that would show up on your transcript and be golden. Yeah, it looks really good. And there's so many ways, either from uh, you know art, helping academically tutor kids, yep. or just getting out and playing basketball yep. with them in the in the backyard. So. Any high school kid that wants to be able to help out and get involved can. We have college kids that come in and help all the time. We have uh, students who are in school to be teachers that need some volunteer hours. Perfect. They come down there. And so it's just it's a great opportunity, and it's a really good program, and, and I'm happy to be a part of it. All right, so let's change gears for a minute. Since we got you here, we got five minutes. Talk to me about the update. Where are we on construction? I see a lot of stuff moving over on the campus. <laughs> What's happening there now? There are a Rippy? lot of things moving. So not we, just talking about the high school. Yeah, just the high. So uh, we moved into the CTE building at the beginning of this school year. Okay, and so that's, congratulations. It's been great. A little over thirteen thousand square feet there. We are probably about a month away on the field house, which is there on the north end of the stadium. Um, just waiting on some outside metal panels on that, Man, and then the big long, video man. board will go in. Nice on there, and then the inside. We've got paint. We've got a lot of stuff mm-hmm. done in there. So that's coming quickly. Uh, the scene shop, which adds on to our theater. It's a place for those kids to build sets and that type of stuff. Uh, that'll be open uh, the first week in February. Okay. Uh, has to be because we have a huge event that we yeah. have to use that for. I would think. And then if you drive by Mc- down McKnight Road, you'll see the front of the high school is gone, mm-hmm. and we've got mm-hmm. some metal going up. That will open up in August of 24. That's a brand-new cafeteria. If you go down Moore's Lane. That's always my favorite part. The, yeah, the, the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. going to be nice. But, yeah, you know, it, it was lots of good long food. needed. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yes. I started at Pleasant Grove teaching in 94. Yep. And. It was too small then. Yes. Well, and that's the deal. We've just with schedules, you've got to run so many lunches to get the kids through there, and it makes it difficult on the academic side. So, this cafeteria will seat 500 kids, and so it'll have plenty of room. And then the whole front of the middle school has been gutted and reworked, new offices. Mm And we'll actually move them in during uh, winter break, which is that week uh, that includes Valentine's, the week of February 11th. And so, after that, uh, we'll be able to have that opened up. And then Lots more is happening at the middle school this summer, okay. um, and then also some interior work going on at the high school. But it's just exciting to see. And then we've started today, right before I came here, they were tearing trees down uh, in what will be the new baseball, softball, and it'll have another uh, football field with a track around it. What's timeline on that? It will be no later than December. Uh, they really want to try to get it done before, like, into the fall. Um, so baseball 2025. We'll oh yeah, playing at the new softball. the new place 100. Just because the the construction company they would really like to be out of here the end of August. Oh, I bet it helps them on the yeah. bottom line a lot. I bet and they so, would. Yeah. Uh, so they're really pushing the subcontractors on that, and we just have really just a few people involved in that project because it's. There's, I mean, when you say it's not a lot, it's a ton of land. It's a lot right, of dirt, but right. you got dirt and concrete, mm-hmm. uh, which is one company, yep. and you've got all the fields and the stuff with that. And then you got the people building the bleachers, and that's kind of what you have out there. Yeah. How many? How many are we going to sit out at baseball, softball? Uh, baseball will have five hundred excellent seats. Wow. It'll have seat backs. Excellent. What? Um, and what? Actual right. seat? No more bleachers. Softball uh, will seat three hundred. And then uh, the home dugouts on each side will actually have locker rooms in them. So when you were there, baseball guys had to change in their cars. Oh, yeah. Uh, Now they'll actually have a locker room down there that 30 guys can locker uh, out of there and have restrooms and that kind of stuff. What are we going to do over at at the old field, over at Hawk Field? We're going to keep that up. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, We actually um, are having a new scoreboard installed over there now. It's not going to be quite as big as the one that was there, but the one that was there was just, it was tired. It it was was time. So it'll (laughs) it'll be done. It'll be in, uh, it better be in in the next couple of weeks. And so, yeah, I would uh, think otherwise it's uh, on schedule. If Riley's got to keep score, we're going to be in trouble. A lot of of math to try to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, Two hands is all we've got here. So anyway, but no, we'll keep it. Um, we anticipate things, you know, tournaments and that stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go play somewhere and you're going to be on grass, you need a nice place to go. And plus, PGYA is big and it's used. Mm -hmm. And so we think um, it'll be used for that. We used Leon Blake a ton this year for PGYA and kept it painted up for them. So, no, we'll keep it up. It's not just going to deteriorate out there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll keep it looking nice. And if you haven't seen uh, TXHSBaseball.com, I think has the Hawks second in the state in preseason rankings. I think Liberty Allo's fourth or fifth. 
Uh, so once yeah. again, should be a great uh, dogfight for the last time they're going to be in district together for a while. It's going to be exciting. I would not be surprised if the regional final ends up in Texarkana Why again. Why not? Because uh, you got two teams that are really good. I think you've got a couple of coaching staffs that are just really fun guys, yeah. and, and I'm excited for baseball season here in Texarkana. Well, that's a great place to end it. We're right at uh, 15 minutes till top of the hour. Matt Fry. Our door's always open. Thanks and so you much. come anytime. You Forget about time. You <laughs> come whenever yeah. you want That's to. Right. That's right. We'll let you in here. We'll scrap the schedule for you because you're that kind of guy. Something like that. Thanks, guys, for letting me be here. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's Matt Fry for Pleasant Grove. We're going to take a break. We're coming right back. Billy Lavender and I will do one more segment for uh, they throw us out for the evening. You're listening to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Billy Lavender, Matt Fry here on the Fan 1079 and on ESPN 1059. Quick break, last segment coming up next. job or other commitments keep you from going to church on Sunday morning? Church on the Rock can help. We have life-giving Saturday services at 6 o'clock for you and your kids. You'll enjoy the contemporary sound of worship, hear a relevant message from the Bible, and be drawn to love Jesus more. Come as you are because there's a place for you and your kids Saturday night at 6 o'clock at Church on the Rock. I'm Pastor John Miller. You can learn more at churchontherock.org. The Bush Guide, cold and smooth survival skills. For a successful stint in the great outdoors, pack accordingly. Place heavy essentials near your spine for stability in rough terrain with light items near the bottom. Now, you may be wondering, where does the bush light go? In your stomach. Bush. Head for the mountains. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023, Anheuser-Busch, Bush Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. When the closets are too small, the cabinets are outdated, and the sink and the bathtub are aqua blue, it's time to call Victor Home Remodeling. With over 15 years of experience, Victor offers room renovations, patios, cabinetry, bathroom remodels, flooring, painting, roofing, and more. Call 903-306-7495. Online at victorhomeremodelingtx.com. Quality craftsmanship at a fair price. Trust Victor to turn your home into a dream home. Purina Accuration is a premium weather-resistant protein block with fat, vitamins, and minerals designed to balance nutrient deficiencies in fair and poor quality forages. It's convenient to feed livestock. No need for special feeders or shelters. Ask the folks at Miller Bowie Supply about Purina Accuration. Miller Bowie Supply, your local Purina feed store at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. When you drive drowsy, you may see things that aren't there. A pink armadillo in the road. How pretty. And there's my Aunt Angie riding a sparkly unicorn. However, you may not see things that are there until it's too late. Oh, an oncoming car? So always get plenty of rest before long trips. Take breaks, share the wheel, and avoid driving in the middle of the night. Oh, a friendly nurse. Be safe. Drive smart. Brought to you by TxDOT. With an eye on issues in the Arklatex, this is Community Matters. Since 1966, Opportunities Incorporated has provided developmental and support services for children and adults with disabilities in the Texarkana area. The mission of Opportunities Incorporated is to help their clients live a full life. Opportunities programs are funded by individual donors and supported by local business partners. To sign up for their newsletter, learn more, or make a donation, click opinc.org. Texarkana Media Center cares about the community. 100% Texarkana. Most insurance ads end at competitive rates, as if that was all that matters. As your local insurance agent, that's just where we begin. We offer you personalized advice and service along with competitive rates. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness 
or call us at 903-831-2000. Keeping you updated on happenings in the Twin Cities, this is 107.9 The Fan's Community Calendar. The Texarkana College Music Department presents soprano Candice Taylor in recital Thursday, February 1st, 7 p.m. in the Music Hall at Stillwell Humanities Building. Admission is free. Reservations required. Call 903-823-3229 or email marc-andre.bougie at texarkanacollege.edu. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Brought to you by Liberty Ilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All right, we got 10 minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Billy Lavender in here. Uh, 903-735-9905, that is the uh, number. And um, last time I checked, it works. So feel free to chime in. Uh, we, uh, we started this program talking a little bit Dallas Cowboys. There's some other stuff obviously going on uh, around the sports world. TCU's female basketball team is in a little trouble. They canceled the last two games for lack of players. They had a girl hurt uh, last week, had a knee injury, and now all of a sudden they've given away two games in the middle of the season. They're supposed to be back in action, I believe, this weekend, but uh, uh, that's a scary proposition when you start shutting down for lack of players. My niece needs to yeah. Ooh, lace she, them up. I went and watched her play in PGYA yeah. back in the day. Yeah, she might need to just. She'd be better off recruiting, finding really? some. Yeah, because she's not that. She's not, she didn't yeah. get the athlete. You know, she and John Thomas got the smart. Yeah, genes. well, it's, you know, <laughs> unlike you, they yeah, got the uh, right. athletic gene, that's right? right? That's right. Well, <laughs> well, a strand of something it, something like that. <laughs> a strand. Uh, the other thing is uh, Alabama. Nobody's going to feel sorry for Alabama. Are you feeling sorry for no, them? No, not at all. Not, not I at never all. Have Alabama's. Right now, having a wholesale fleeing from Tuscaloosa, 24 players have entered the transfer portal since Nick Saban has announced that he is retiring. Mm -hmm. Today, they got another of their class of 25 signees Mm. who has said, no, I'm opening back up again. I did commit. Of course, it wasn't in writing. It was a verbal commit, Uh, but I'm not. And, and, and we're not talking about guys from California mm-hmm. or Texas or Ohio. We're talking about kids from Alabama mm-hmm. mm. who have said, no, I'm decommitting. I mean, the guy that's taken the job, Kalen DeBeer, had a really nice year at yeah. Washington. Yeah. He's got a really nice program he's put together there. He's going to have to try to stem the bleeding right now and then bring his own thing in. I can see where a lot of kids who were recruited by Nick Saban believe they were going to spend their time there with Nick Saban and now aren't and are looking for options to go. But I am shocked by Alabama kids. I saw where Florida State was getting a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. I'm shocked where Alabama kids are saying, yeah, I'm not going to Alabama. That that one – I, I, I'm listening you know, to it, Feinbaum it, today, and I got a guy on Feinbaum who just – and I'm not disagreeing with him. Mm-hmm. He, he was an ex, He's an older guy who bleeds Alabama red, who thinks everybody should. If you're in the program already, you're in the program. You're part mm-hmm. of the family. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a very visceral reaction to these kids looking for some better options in their minds. And it basically was, you don't want to be here, then get the hell out. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of the perfect storm as well is because NIL is now in the picture Ugh. and you got all these, you know, poachers wanting to poach that, yep. that was tough to poach when Nick was there, but now there's a chink in the armor and once once the chink starts to get bigger, you know it just kind of it's it's kind of spreading, and that that's what I see happening. And you know, I mean, they're still going to be able to get, but but are they? But they're, they're but are they? Yeah, I don't know. 
mean, that you know, that, that was the hi- assumption. I don't know that a, that's he's true. He's hiring a bunch of coaches that now you don't. I mean, there's just as good a coaches that the yeah. three. You know, I mean, you, but but you know, he he's putting together a staff that it's really kind of a hodgepodge. Yep. You know, it's not a well. You know, Nick, you always had okay. Well, he's got three assistants that had former pro and you, you had two two uh what what was Jimbo or Muschamp or yeah, Kirby that, that were not even coaches were just uh what do you call, consultants or what you know Kiffin, I mean, yeah uh Sark yeah so it, it's just a man but whew. it's going to be a rough transition that's where they are right now they're in mm-hmm. transition mm-hmm. time and they're going to lose a ton of talent walking out the door. They haven't talked about the quarterback, who apparently Milrow's going to stay. I I thought he wasn't, but apparently he's going to stay, uh, at least so far. Where is is, uh, Arch going? He entered the portal, right? No. Yeah. Manning? Yeah. No. Last week? No. Did I? No. Did I get mean? No. Kevin Carpenter would have been here every day. Weeping, no. Where did I see? No, that? no, don't do that. I saw the. I mean, riding. <laughs> don't do, oh my Don't gosh. do that. <laughs> oh. You're gonna have. You're gonna have a storm of Longhorns running down here. Don't do that, man. I, <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, what, what? What has it happened? Was a few days after you were said he was. No, he's not going anywhere. I'll be dying. Now, Caleb Williams said he's going to the NFL, so USC's quarterback is out. Uh, what what did happen this week that is that was, to me, a bit of a surprise, and maybe I'm wrong for it to be a surprise, and when I thought about it a little bit more, I get it because of the timing, but when the Aggies' athletic director, as the Horns and Sooners are about to enter the conference – decided to go to Columbus, Ohio, and take the job as the AD at so Ohio State. Okay. That one, if you're an Aggie, you have to feel like that's not a lateral move. Yeah. Like, we're the Aggies. Yeah. We're in the SEC. You're going to Ohio State? And the answer is, remember, Bjork did not hire Jimbo Fisher. He had to fire him, but he wasn't the guy that hired him. And so he leaves a program right now that's in its own transition and now is in search of an athletic director who's going to take over as the hated rival joins the conference and continues to chip away at what had been a pretty good spot for A&M a couple of years ago. Now all of a sudden the Aggies, no Jimbo and no Bjork. Hmm. I know I saw Someone must have duped me because I uh, saw it on I hope social not. media. Billy, I hope you're so not getting duped. Picture him and the, uh, you know, the, the, the writing duped. like they do, and it <laughs> said hook them forever. Uh, and I'm pretty sure no. That that had been a big time thing. Wow, we've been all over that. Yeah. All right. Jeez. Last thought. So you're, I'm going to go back to Dallas for a minute. Okay. Dallas Cowboys, just for a minute. Your contract situation this year means Dak is at the end, last year for mm-hmm. Dak, and he has a you can't tag me mm-hmm. in twenty five. So you got to sign him in twenty. You got to you got to pay him sixty mil. Mm-hmm. That's what's on the books mm-hmm. for him in, in twenty four. Or you're gonna have to renegotiate, sign him to something longer term, and push money downstream. That's going to be big money. C.D. Lamb's contract comes to an end. Micah Parsons' contract. Right now, top end receivers are getting thirty. Mm. It'll probably be thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Top end pass rushers are getting thirty. It'll, It'll probably, probably be, be thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks are getting fifty, fifty-five. It may be sixty, sixty-five. Those three guys might command something to the tune of about $130 million of your salary. Those three guys. What's coach going to – we still going to have the same coach or – You're asking me? Yeah. No. Okay. I would say no. 
So who you think's coming in? You thinking a Belichick or you thinking a? I'm thinking if if Jerry's got his way, it's it's Belichick. Yeah. And I I'm not firing Mike until I've gotten somebody mm-hmm. to tell me mm-hmm. Bill says he's mm-hmm. coming this yeah. way. And and you think Belichick? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We'll be able to talk about it next week, too. We will. (laughs) We're out of time. You guys take it easy. Have a good one. Go Hawks. If you missed any of today's show, hear it again tomorrow morning at 7 on 107.9 The Fan or on demand anytime at thefan1079.com. KCMC and KTFS Texarkana.